0: Welcome to Gray Roots Theory with your hosts, Sheena and Prince. And we're talking about issues that matter and some that don't. Technological advances, Please, gentrification, and the pursuit of social connections. Conversations get heated, emotions run high, but it's all love in the room. So, cop a squat, hang out with us.
1: Hi, everybody. Boy, Guess who's now. back? <laughs>
0: Look who I found wandering the halls. <laughs> she <laughs> saved me from
1: jumping off a bridge. It was,
0: <laughs> it was touch and go for a minute there. Woo.
1: I didn't know, man. That water was looking nice.
0: Pulled him back at the last minute.
1: Oh, man. So uh, we're back. Uh, apologies for the delays, fellas, ladies.
0: Do not apologize for (laughs) life. Okay, back on it. Everybody else is doing it, we can do it too.
1: Oh man, I uh had the privilege of um editing and posting the last episode that sister so graciously blessed us with. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's been a lot happening. She is not incorrect in that statement. It has been a lot happening. We do not have the time <laughs> to address all that has been happening. Just know, uh, as the young folks say, life been life.
0: Mm-hmm. that would be so, a couple of episodes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> drag y'all through that torture. But part of that um that has been going on there is a uh there is a element of anxiety that occurred within me um long story short and that it's never a short story when black people say that every time black folks say long story short it's, it's gonna
0: be long <laughs> right it's gonna be long anyway okay I'm here trying, we go the story try All to right. remain
1: conscious of what's going on long story short <laughs> Some bullshit happened with my job. I will not say where I work. Just know I work in the tech industry. Just know that. Um, It is some
0: bullshit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I have... uh, Sister is privy to some of the content that has occurred or the scenario that has transpired. It's a lot of different things. But um, my company owns some fuck shit. So (laughs) everybody knows about tech industry. There was a bunch of layoffs. Luckily, we weren't in that number. However... There were some changes that happened that I feel like that are pushing people out the door and one of which I was affected by. Mm -hmm. Um, I was told I could work remote. That wouldn't be a problem when I took on a new role that's based in the bay. In the heart of the bay. I'm not within 50 miles of that area. So because of that I was told that I will be receiving a pay cut because I'm not in the 50 mile radius of the site that i am assigned to so i'm being reassigned to a site that has a relatively much lower rate for my base pay specifically for lower my.
0: Cost of living is that what they're trying to say
1: uh that's not their excuse that that's a part of the parameters that go into it but basically mm-hmm. um even though california itself is a higher cost of living um when you're not in the heart of the Bay Area, it can be much cheaper than the Bay Area, obviously. Yeah. Um, But also, there's, like, competitive pay that goes into that argument. And where I'm at, where this site is, there's not a lot of competition within that radius. So it's a lot Mm -hmm. easier to pay somebody less because there is no competitive pay. We are the competitive pay.
0: Okay.
1: So... Um... I won't say what the number is, but it's a big number. And me and my direct manager, as well as my senior manager, had a conversation. And uh, I was honest. So because of that, naturally, for the people who do know me, who've known me for a while, you know, when I make a decision, I make a decision. (laughs) (laughs) My wife likes to say, I don't let grass go under my feet. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't sit still. And once I've made a decision to make a move, it's going to happen. So, Mm -hmm. y'all, read in between the lines as to what I mean by that. And uh, as y'all know, trying to enter the tech industry, even even if you're within the tech industry, is a very grueling process. And it has caused feelings of inadequacy i would say that Hmm. um
0: for current employees or people that's already in it or people coming into it
1: all of the above okay i think it's worse for the people who aren't in it yet because so there are names you hear like when people say college right if you say, oh, I went to Florida State, they're like, okay. Oh, I went to Michigan State. Oh, I went to NYU. You know, those kind of have a little take to it where it's like, okay, you you went to a school for real. And then you yeah. hear things like MIT. Uh-huh. Georgia Tech, Brown. You know, when you Princeton, when you hear Yale and Stanford, it. yeah. You hear those names. There's a different connotation to it. In the tech industry, there are two terms that you use. There's Fang. He's
0: and then using there's air quotes right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. These are air quotes. Uh okay. there's Fang, um, Fang, like Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google. Fang, right? Okay. The acronym changes over time, but that's the general idea. And then there's uh M, I think they call it M7, the Magnificent Seven. I don't know who came up with that term. That's some business shit. Anyway, those are the companies that do the things that people don't know about. Right. So when you hear fang, you usually think about like, oh, I watch Netflix. I can relate to that. Oh, I I know I use Facebook or Meta. I know exactly what that is. Whereas when somebody says NVIDIA, AMD, uh, Qualcomm, most people don't really know what that is. These are Mm -hmm. people who make the chips that all those other companies use, basically. I'm on that side. And when you are in engineering and you hear those names, like Meta and all that, they have like a connotation to them, but that's more on the... uh, We like to call it in programming, pretty programming. That's like when you go to a website and you can click a button and you can text your friends. Whereas what... I'm on the side of is more um, ones and zeros. Robotics and artificial intelligence and blah, blah, blah. And when you are in that world already, and I'm
0: pretty sure you have, you can... Just a question, though. When Mm -hmm. is the short story going to start?
1: The story was my pay cut. That was the story.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) This is something different. Got it. All right. Yeah.
1: Um. When you ask what it was like, that's what I'm referring to now is where that feeling is coming from. That's what I'm responding to now. Um naturally, you can imagine as a military vet, um people already have an assumption of you.
0: Uh-huh. Oh.
1: Uh, see, don't mess with her. She was in the army. Oh, don't, don't play with her. She'll knock you out. Like there's already like this tough assumption with Even you. For...
0: Getting- Non vets and
1: vets, yes. Right, like as soon as they see mm. you was in the military, everybody either wants to try you, like oh I I can whoop anybody in the military, or oh please protect me, oh I'll, thank you for your service. Like it goes immediately to that, right? Well, you could have just been pushing been. papers, right? <laughs> in engineering, let's be clear, sister was not pushing papers. I <laughs> just <Let's> be very <laughs> clear, um. In engineering, it doesn't matter what your practice is in engineering. People just hear engineer. And as soon as you get your degree, everybody wants to question you about math. Everybody, uh-huh. wants, oh, wh- what's what's the derivative of d- 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 what's the, the light years away from sector six? Bro, I don't know. That's science. I don't know what that is, bro. What are you, and it's like people don't understand. The frustration that comes with, like, people just always want to, I'm not saying people can't come and ask for help, but the the constant challenging and the constant Uh commentary of, you don't know what that is and you're an engineer? Do you know how, and then if I say it back, now I'm rude. Now I'm condescending. Now I'm calling you stupid. But you are, because now (laughs) you have entered a world that you know nothing about and you know better. But you chose, you're choosing to come at me and oh, you don't know what the okay, okay.
0: Because I was was having a conversation the other day. I went to an event and I was having a conversation the other day and I was talking to someone and I was like, You ever have the problem when you're talking to civilians, which is what we call non military people? You have a problem when you're talking to civilians and they find out you're military or ex military and they ask you, Oh, where were you stationed? Please don't access that. Do you have any idea how many places we've been? Like what do you want? What do you want exactly? Do you want the unit I was stationed in? Do you want the city I was stationed in? Do you want the fort I was stationed in? Do you want the state I was stationed in? Do you want the country? I was all of in? them.
1: All it, of it them. It is
0: ridiculous. Just list all of. Them. And then they be exactly. mad like Oh, why are you acting like that? Because you asked a stupid question. I can't I can't go through every single I worked at Eisenhower Army Medical Center at Fort Gordon Georgia. That was my first duty station. My second duty station I went to Korea for a year as second ID at Camp Stanley. I mean, I I can't nobody go through all of that, but I was at this event the other day and mm-hmm. I met another veteran and mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, you should come by and do these lunches that we do and blah blah." I'm like, "Yes, absolutely. I love networking and reaching out and hanging out with other veterans cuz they understand you know, what I'm There's going a different about. level of understand. understanding. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So when if I if I have like a social anxiety about being around crowds and everything, they're right there with me like, oh yeah, I can't do that. But this guy I met, the other veteran, was like, oh, you were a veteran? Where were you stationed? And I looked at him like, dude, <laughs> how long you been out? Because you were a little too uh, comfortable <laughs> with that question. Like, what? seriously? We don't ask each other that. Don't. I Don't. Don't do it.
1: I don't know. This is almost in the same vein. I'm assuming, obviously, I think I've explained here before. My father is a Marine. He doesn't let me say was. Once a Marine, That's always a Marine. Marine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. My father was a Marine. His father was a Marine. His father was a Marine. We have like four generations of Marines. My godfather was a Marine. He was in SWAT. Like, I have a long history of people in the military, right? And so, hmm? no, SWAT Uh, is not a part of military. I'm just saying he did that post-military. No,
0: no, not my, not my, uh, not my question. Okay. My question is, so how, how do they feel about what you do for a living?
1: <laughs> um, no, they're actually happy. So There was a point in college where I didn't know if I'd finish cuz it wasn't enough money. And I told mm-hmm. my dad, uh, I was raised by my grandfather, I call him dad. I told my dad, um, yo, like I don't know what's going to happen in college. I think I'm going to join the Marines. Now, the reason I said that is because everybody who's my inspiration as far as manhood was in the Marines. So I felt weak trying to try any other branch because I've heard them have these conversations over and over and over. And I'm like, dad, I'm gonna do the toughest one. And he was like, no, why would you do that? At the time I had three years of college done. And he said, that's stupid. All this school and you about to do something stupid. He was like, and I didn't I didn't understand because he's so proud of the Marines. hmm I didn't understand like why he was so adamant about saying no. And he was like, you already got out of high school. Remember, he's older. He's from a different generation. He was in Vietnam. He's much older. So he, so he was, was probably like, drafted. He was drafted. Okay. Straight out of high school. So yeah. he was, his mentality is like, you finished high school. What would you even do this for? And he was like, you got oh, three sorry. years of college.
0: So, for people who don't know what that means, oh. usually people that were in during the Vietnam era or somewhere before World war, 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 war after, war II. right? Mm. Um, Men have to register for a draft, and that means they can call you
1: if a war. No turns, matter what, you going.
0: Your ass is going. You can't say no. Thank you. I don't no. think I have too much to do. okay that's cute let's go your country and your government has called you to service you have to go you don't have a choice there's no choice at all that's what it means to be drafted
1: so my father slash grandfather was drafted and he's the one telling me um don't do that he said boy you know what they do to us you're going to come back in the pond box and he said it ain't about whether you can adapt or it's the marines If there's a war, you will go and you're on the front line. You will die. You are a number. So what he told me was, you already into this engineering jump. That's how he refers to it. (laughs) Got it. Yep. You already into the, the, the stuff, the computers and stuff. That's what he calls everything engineering. It's computers. You and the computers and stuff.
0: That stuff you do. Yeah.
1: He said, go to the Air Force. He said, you are be AC. This is his words. Hey, y'all don't get mad at me. I right? I ain't in it. <laughs> he said, you go to the Air Force. Worst case scenario. He was like, I respect that you want to be a man and you want to get out on your own. But go to the Air Force if you do do it. Last, re- last resort. And I was like, and I didn't, I took it offensively initially until I like, Accepted what he, he must was saying.
0: Be, that's all gotta right. be like. So you
1: said, so you were saying that when you initially told your son you were having a conversation about the military, you were saying to him, what were you saying?
0: So I was, when I took him to the recruiter and he was saying, okay, you know, decided that, yes, this is what he was going to do. He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm going all the way. I'm going hard but it, I'm going to the Marines. Cause I'm sitting here the whole time like, uh, dude you gotta get out of my basement is you gotta something you gotta do something like I don't know what you, what you're gonna do with your life but you're gonna have to do something so he's like all right yeah I'm gonna go to the Marines and I'm like hey skirt stop slow your roll you're doing too much now okay you're doing too much <laughs> <laughs> I get I get that you want to go hard with it but um y'all are like you Gen mm-hmm. X y'all are like a new generation of y'all not like we were y'all if i get that y'all want to go hard with it but no, no. you know it now, there are people there are people that would make it in the marines yes absolutely but they i feel like they are more career you know um generational military people so either they have someone in their family or they did rotc something like that people who have a little bit of experience already know what to expect i don't I don't feel like anyone just goes all willy-nilly out of I don't, I ain't got nothing better to do. 17, 18 years old, I'ma go join the Marines. You no, know, you're not. So <laughs>
1: this is this is okay. From a male's perspective, especially a teenager. Uh, and I was in my early 20s when this conversation came up. What I think people don't realize is. There are, there's a social expectation. And then there's a, if you grew up with a, um, any type of male influence, Mm -hmm. whether it be negative or positive, you're a child. You don't know no better. All you know is that's a man. And then you're around all these idiot boys in high school who are all like, ain't nobody gonna try me. And then you fighting in school and then you going back and forth with niggas in school, you trying to take girlfriends and you there's a weird air being a boy. Now obviously, mm-hmm. again, I grew up with my grandfather and my godfather who is a who was at the time a highway patrolman in Miami. Um not South Beach for y'all new age people in Miami. Like trick daddy Miami. That's who was raising me. My grandfather, who, if I cut myself, which I did before an accident, bleeding out, he said he'll be all right and just told me to put some pressure on it and sit over the court Because that's how they were raised. Like, that's, that's what we knew. So you going to tell me, and I was older than your son, you going to tell me at
0: 22 that... No, the
1: same age. <laughs> oh, okay. Even worse then. You're going to tell me at 20. And I was, no, mine was worse because I was out on my own. I have been <laughs> living on my own with grown men who may or may not have been dabbling in illegal activity. <laughs> I'm watching all this happen. I'm in these situations where people getting shot at and shot. That's a longer story. And then somebody says to me, Ah, I don't know about you in the Marines. What do you think the average boy is going to do?
0: Nigga, you know me.
1: <laughs> what and then
0: the, I don't the think, I
1: <laughs> And then what happens, and then a lot of dudes, I got one of my older friends, his father works in a correctional facility in Miami, and he was like, he's working with killers, and he was like, nine times out of ten, the majority of them are here because somebody said that to them. The men, not the women. The men are in here because somebody said, "Oh, you soft. Oh, you can't do this." People can say what they want to say, but that's in the—that's usually what ends up happening. And now you—you've—it's almost like you test me in our heads to prove it. So what did I do? Um.
0: I, I say um, I don't care. I'ma I'll go to the Marines. Words and oh my gosh. Y'all but you gotta understand so we're mistaken,
1: emotional. We and that's the point. Men are, are men okay. We're going on the tangent, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Women, unfortunately, in most cases, I am generalizing. In most cases. Women are forced to deal with their emotions. You do not have the option. Especially if you grew up in the 80s or the 90s or even the early 2000s.
0: Explain. What do you mean we're forced to deal with them? Explain.
1: You walk down the street, a guy cat calls you and calls you a B-I-T-C-H and everything else out your uh-huh. name because you didn't respect respect him. Because you didn't uh-huh. acknowledge his dumb ass, right? Okay. Okay. You go in, you have a circle of friends who will be like, "Oh, girl, don't worry about it, da, da da Girl, I've been through it too da da, da. And y'all conversation is very different.
0: Uh huh.
1: It's very different, girl. Don't let nobody treat you like that. You deserve better. A dude cheats on you, the conversation is different. The uh uh a man uh, forcibly touches you or talks to you or any of these realms, right? You lose mm-hmm. your job, you. Your parent slaps you in the mouth and it's an abusive situation. It can be extreme to light. The conversations that y'all have nine times out of ten, even if it's with your father figure, is a very different conversation. You cannot tell me for any stroke of imagination that if you would have cut yourself the way I was getting in the chair, steak knife went through my leg. I'm not talking about the mother. I'm talking about the father. Even the mother. I know her. No. I don't care what y'all say. I've seen it. There's nothing you can tell me where they are gonna be like put some dirt on it. They can try that whole oh, and any black father. Nah. With a daughter. Whose
0: mother? mother? My mother?
1: Oh my god.
0: Whose mother are you talking about? Y'all. Whose mother are you talking about? For the record y'all.
1: For the record. All of them tell a story. Every, every last one of them tells a different story from their perspective.
0: And then I'm like, oh man, that's we were up. all girls. We there were no boys. We were all girls. So guess what? To mom and to dad, we were their boys. So y'all acting like we had no, we had no choice but to feel our emotions. Absolutely not. I was the rough one because I played sports. So one, I got treated like a boy. 1. I didn't show any emotion.
1: 1. I'm going to step back to the original comment I made and say I was generalizing. 2. Mm-hmm. The comments you have made that you've had in here as well have stated to that fact that the converse the relationship that you had with your mother and your father was very different. It was Even with that, it was not the same. There is not a social expectation. It's not. And you can bring up your research. I'm fully open to talk about it.
0: It might be. You know what? There is nothing. I don't deny that the conversation between men and women, the way they're treated. I don't deny that they're different. I do not. I do not deny that. So...
1: You have a, there's no, if you said, I didn't want to go to the military, nobody Mm -hmm. says anything. If you say, I don't want to go to the Navy, the most they'll say to you that's derogatory is, oh, that's where all the girls go. Okay. (laughs) What does that mean? It don't mean nothing. If I say, I'm going to the Navy, do you know, you as somebody in the military, do you have any idea, and you do. The backlash that's going to come from me saying that to a room full of people in the Army, the Air Force, or the Marines. If I go into that room and say that as a man, it is a completely different response. Mm -hmm. And then now, you said not true? Not true. Okay. We if you want to play pretend we could play pretend. Go ahead.
0: Oh, we play- <laughs> we're playing pretend. Okay. No, not true because some of my most of the men that I work with, not even work with or that I interact with in my volunteer organizations that I'm part of, most of them are retired navy. So not true if a man walks into a room like I'm going into the navy all the Navy men in the room going to be like, hell yeah. But, we what like, did, what?
1: but what did I say? What was my example? If you walk into a room full of men, you and mm-hmm. I go into the same room. You go in first. Okay. And then none of them are in the Navy. None of them.
0: And you didn't you say walk that in first.
1: You I did. You didn't
0: say none of them are in the Navy. I said, said,
1: if I walk into a room and there's Marines, Army men and Air Force people, and I say, and I will go back, we can bring the record back, I will do it on purpose. The backlash that's going to come
0: from me saying that to a room full of people in the Army,
1: the Air Force, or the Marines, if I go into that room, I said those three types, they're in that room, and you go in there, same example, Mm -hmm. you go in there, and you say you don't want you gonna do the navy. They might give you slight eyes, may, might make a few jokes. Versus me going in there and saying the exact same thing, it's going to be a different response. They're Man. going to look at me like this nigga soft. And now you get into this mentality of trying to prove that you're not soft. And what you're happens, speaking,
0: You're speaking from the experience of a civilian. You don't know. You don't know what it would be like to walk into that room. I do, because I am in that room.
1: The example I gave was you are talking about joining a branch, meaning at that time, you are too a civilian. In this example, I am not talking about you're already... That example doesn't make sense. You would have to already not be in the military and be considering joining a branch.
0: But I'm in that room... When someone comes in who is who is a civilian, I'm in that room already. I already know what the conversations are because I'm there. You're speaking from a civilian. You've never been there. I have. So you,
1: okay. But okay. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. You're right. You get, you get some side eyes and looks whatever you say. You,
1: did you not say in your statement that when you were referring, talking to your son, you were saying the people are different now? When you yes. were talking to your son,
0: yeah, completely and different. I, Don't and then you jumped to Marines, <laughs> sir. And
1: then you would have been okay
0: if he had said Navy, absolutely.
1: And then you you would be okay. Again, in my example, I said there is a group of men in branches that are not in the Navy, and you walk into this room. And we've already understood, we've come to the agreement that the conversation with boys is going to be different than the conversation with women when it comes to this toughness crap. I'm not saying I agree with it, that it's right. It is a reality, unfortunately, in Western civilization. If we can agree on that, we can't say anecdotal personal experiences. If we can agree that if we took a study right now and we can find the studies and do all that other good stuff, that nine times out of ten, despite ethnicity, despite place of origin, when a boy walks into a room generally and chooses to do the thing that doesn't prove his toughness, there is a conversation to be had and there's there's a questioning of his manhood. It is just, it comes with the territory. Now, are there army men or navy men or whatever who, if you walk into that room, they'd be like, Man, we just whatever you want to do, where so yes, of course there are. But if you walk into that room, and I've heard you refer to certain military stuff before, I've heard other people say, and I'm I'm not gonna base it off anecdotal, but I can say firsthand. I've heard everybody I've ever met in the military make a comment who is not in the Navy in regards. They side-eye or make a comment when somebody says Navy. Every time. Even the Air Force, they be like, and I've said to you before, I think on a previous podcast, I said the comment that was made to me is that I would be in the AC. And you said, yep. Because that is the connotation with it. So how is that not any different than this scenario?
0: Oh, oh, you really want my opinion on that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to give it to you, but okay. we can't agree to disagree. How about that?
1: We can okay. agree. I will to move forward from that. H-L-A. At any rate, um, my father told me not to join. But his reasoning was, you already got this college education. It makes no sense. It'll be wasted if you join uh, the Marines. That's stupid. That was his comment to me. It was nothing about making it. It was nothing about being tough enough. He literally said. This is a waste of time and money. You've already spent all this time in college. Now you are just going to go. And he said just to prove what?
0: Now I'm confused then. What do you mean? I mean, what was the point of the whole it, it make you feel less than tough conversation if that's not exact. That wasn't even where he went with it.
1: My original statement was that as a boy growing up, If somebody says that to you, you said, why do boys do that? And I said, this is why. Because the social expectation and whether people want to admit it or not, the people around you and your direct family make comments all the time from a boy's standpoint, from a man's standpoint, there are comments that are made all the time, whether people claim to be progressive or not, that there's this air of, well, a man should do this. Well, a man should do that which is fine. And unfortunately, we got to deal with it, whatever. But when somebody says something to you that completely goes against what you believe to prove your manhood, which in this example would be joining the Marines because you in your mind as a boy feel like I'm going to do the toughest thing, the most dangerous thing, the most violent thing to prove that I'm not scared for some stupid reason. When somebody combats that with do the lesser thing in your head, which is lesser, do the lesser thing, you feel offended.
0: Okay. You don't,
1: you don't have to say,
0: oh, so you a punk.
1: Cute. I'm not sure what you're confused about. If a boy feels like.
0: Because he was saying it's stupid for you to do that because you're educated. If anything, he was lifting you up. Saying, no, don't do the Marines. So, I don't, I'm not understanding why you thought it was an attack on your manhood. What he's saying is, you're better than that. That's what it sounded like to me.
1: I didn't disagree with you. That was my original uh, statement okay. is that he, you went down the path when you, when she you tells your son, he felt you the said, way about it.
0: Yeah, you said it was like an attack on it, on your manhood. Like I said, you I understood. And I want to do the tough thing. But, but I said, I, un-
1: but I said, I understood later when I got older i didn't understand as a child which i felt like at that time i was when he said that to me i took it as an offense i took it as an attack on my manhood so i felt like he clearly stated it he was like that's stupid he literally said that's stupid You've done three years of college in engineering. He said, worst case scenario, his exact example was, worst case scenario, go to uh, the the engineer Army Corps. He was like, go to that. At least you can apply. And he didn't understand engineering. So he was like, you can build bridges and blah, blah. Dad, that's not what I do. But I get what you're saying.
0: That's what everybody think engineers do. <laughs> because in the military, that's what engineers do.
1: And so that he was trying his best to give me advice from a respective standpoint and not, he wasn't at all trying to attack me. I felt attacked. Because as a teen, fresh out of high school, you feel like everything is an attack. You feel like if you're not taught, boys aren't taught to express any emotion besides anger and joy. Not even joy. I won't even say that. Excitement. You not taught, most boys aren't taught because if you, if you sit here and you read these different studies where they ask men, explain this emotion. What do you see? Explain this emotion. What do you see? And they keep using the same three, four emotions.
0: Happy, mad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Men a lot of times can't explain what anxiousness is. They don't even have the wording to explain it. They can't explain what humility is, even though we go through it all the time because mm. of those social extremes. We go through all this, and then somebody says, oh, well, you should just be okay with this and da 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 It takes one, and it's low-key uh, confirmation bias, but at the same time, it takes one person to say that thing that goes against what you believe, and you like... Ain't nobody gonna try me, and you just go into this mode. What is that?
0: God, that's annoying. Oh my testosterone
1: God. and ego. You you've been sitting here again. That's what I mean by the conversation is different. Uh... If a girl cry, if a little girl cries, people feel bad, and they've done plenty of studies of this. You do a little girl cries in the video, people feel bad. Little boy cries, depending on how old he is, that response changes. And it's just because, unfortunately, in Western society, that's we have a very misogynistic structure. A girl goes to the military, which you did. I'm willing to bet, and men be like, even if they're civilians, I'm willing to bet they go, man, she you can't play with her. Oh, she tough man. She won't play no. They go straight into that, or they go into the extreme opposite where they go. She wasn't doing nothing in there. She was probably just because the expectation is different.
0: I love, love announcing my status in a room for the veterans. Oh, my God. I had it. Why do you love that?
1: Why do you love that? Because
0: there's a stereotype when people look at me. Thank you. (laughs) I had an event the other day. I went to um, a veteran event. I got invited by a third party, and I show up and they're looking at me like, um, are you a member here? And it was like a American Legion thing. So it was a, a you had to be a veteran. So they're looking, at, as soon as I walked in, the guy looked at me like my entire existence just bothered him. The fact that I was living and breathing was bothersome to him. So I walk up to the front and he's like, um, yeah, are you a member? I'm like, no, I'm not a, I'm not a member. Well, who invited you? So I'm like, well, uh, I give the name of the guy who invites me. I don't know who that is. So I call them, I'm like, hey, they won't let me in. Who invited us to this event? And he tells me the other guy's name. I give him that name. Well, he's not here either. I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. Okay. So I pull out my card, my business card, and I hand it to him. My name is blah, blah, blah. I work for blah, blah, blah. I am an army veteran. I work with, I am in the organization of blah, 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 blah. blah. You may have seen my picture in the paper a couple of times. I'm with blah, blah, blah. And I'm with blah, blah, blah. I understand you're you're here only for only members. Um, if anyone has or is in need of my services, because I work with homeless veterans, just please give them my number and have them give me a call. Oh, oh, you're a veteran? By that time I was turned around walking out.
1: Now let me ask you a question. I have a few follow-up <laughs> questions. Why of course do you, you think, do? Why do you think they said that to you?
0: Because people have an automatic stereotype when I walk into a room that's Was this what was this person's
1: gender? I
0: don't look the part, I guess. You know, not even when they ask me how long I've been in. For most of the people that I these organizations that I work with, they were like they were in Vietnam or they were in some other, but they're like, I was in from 64 to 66. mm
1: -hmm. I was in
0: from 72 to 75. So you were in two, three, whatever years. And then when it gets to me, and I'm like, I was in from 97 to 08, you were in for 11 years. Yes, I was. Yes.
1: So, one, you said the reason you believe, because we don't ask, but the reason you believe he questions you is because of what he saw. Stereotype, Secondly, right? Se- stereotype. Secondly, um, you said this was a vet, right? Uh huh. You are also a vet, right? Yes. Okay. And I'm assuming the gender of this person was male, correct?
0: Absolutely.
1: So this proves my point of what I was just
0: describing earlier. That's um, it though? Oh my gosh. Okay. So you're telling me if I was a man and I'd have walked in there, they wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been no question at all like, oh, he got to be the veteran.
1: That's not what I'm saying. It's not a catch all. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying okay. there is a gray area and what will happen is, The further you are from female, from what people perceive, because I don't want people to get mad about gender identity, all that other stuff. The further you are from female human, the blacker it gets. (laughs) The more, the less questioning you get, and there's plenty of proof of this. The less questioning you get, because there is a assumption, which you stated, based on what branch Based on, and then you even had to go further and say, "I was in there for this many years. I did this. This was my mo." You had to do all of these things, all of that, yeah, all because he looked at you, saw a woman, didn't see a woman he assumed would be more whatever, and immediately He's went down this killing. path. <laughs> immediately went yeah. down that path. Uh-huh. That's what I'm speaking to. Is that this expectation is unfortunately gender bias. And I think I've explained to you before, people I personally know, I won't say their names who I know are in the military, who feel like women shouldn't be in the military. To this day, I'm talking about people my age, still Mm -hmm. saying this. There is obviously still, and I'm not talking about people just from Florida, just from New York, just from Jersey, just from Cal, just across the board, there's this belief. And because of that belief, because of the structure of this country and just Western civilization, which I said before, is that men mean tough and women do not. Because of that, I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or that I even agree or whatever with it. Because of that, the conversations that happen for while one is growing up in that respect of gender is very different. And because of that, that's why your son responded the way he did. That's why I responded the way I did. It was stupid. I know it was stupid now. But at that age, I was, people were shooting at me and I didn't care. Somebody pulled a knife on me. I didn't care. Because you thought like that's how you proved. Oh, ain't nobody just. It was plenty of times. I've been choked
0: out. (laughs) Just. Okay. First of all, first of all, prove my son ain't go through all of that. Stuff. He was not raised that way. Okay, he wasn't. He was, yeah, he was not raised to, uh, and he was not raised in toxic masculinity.
1: He wasn't, and you know what the difference was? My daddy was a marine. Is from Thomasville, Georgia, and grew up in the '60s. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I was dealing with. So you're comparing <laughs> that. Even with how you raised him with the healthy side that you had, everybody makes mistakes. We're not talking about that. But even with all the positive things you poured into him, your mom, your sisters, everybody poured into him. He still did the thing that I did because of how society is structured. So, come in full circle. Right, because we're going to have to wrap it up pretty soon. We do. We do. (laughs) <laughs> when, and I'm gonna have to double back on the next episode great can't wait when the shit happened with my job <laughs> even with everything I know now even with everything I've accepted now my masculinity ego kicked in
0: hmm okay
1: my wife doesn't expect me to make a million dollars my family oh. doesn't expect me to make a million dollars why not <laughs> stop it <laughs>
0: I'm going to need you to make a million dollars <laughs> so you can get us out of this life of poverty that we in. <laughs> However, I went Thomas. to
1: a state of depression to where my wife and I had to have a conversation where she had to say, hey, listen, hey, you're not here.
0: I was about to say, your, your wife won't let you do that. Yeah.
1: Going back to that statement. Because now the money is being affected and now my family is affected and I feel like it's my fault. Mm -hmm. I feel like things are now having to be pulled back. Certain privileges we had, even certain standard stuff that became normal for us is now being pulled back. Because without going into detail, I allowed a situation to happen at work that I never allow. And because I allowed it now, they're doubling back and people lying in my face. Mm. So my go-to is to fall back because I know I'm naturally defensive. I know if I feel attacked, my first go-to is I'm finna make you feel like shit. If that means we throw hands, if that means I'm attacking, if it means I'm attacking your demeanor or your parenting or my mm-hmm. go-to... Everybody talk about their toxic trait. That's my toxic trait. I'm going to go out of my way to shit on you.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Now, if I'm going into these interviews and now I'm getting these challenges from these places that are challenging, like, all these extreme algorithms and programming languages. I'm interviewing with people who have PhDs from MIT and all this other stuff. I am feeling anxious because I'm feeling inadequate because how am I supposed to compete with that? So mm. that is what that's part of what's been going on. And I'm going to have to double back into that in the next episode because <laughs> we are out of time, my good people. <laughs> right. Um, And it's with that. Uh. I'm glad we got another episode in. I'm glad we are back for y'all. We will be Sorry. back with some more. We are going to get back on schedule.
0: We gonna try. We gonna try our hardest to get back on schedule. I promise I'm gonna drag him to this computer if it's the last thing I do. Listen,
1: (laughs) that's part of the issue too, why I can't do this. It's because of the bullshit at work. So, listen, I'm trying y'all. We gonna get it right. But yes, we will see y'all on the next one. We appreciate y'all for holding on. Light this up.
0: Light this up.
1: Like, share, subscribe, YouTube, Spotify, Google, podcast, Amazon, every, everywhere. Light it up, mm-hmm. share, and leave reviews. please. Mm-hmm. And if Think your
0: review is trash, we're going to tell you circles.
1: you trash.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> no, we're going to respect your review. I'm not. <laughs> and then trash it. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all on the next one. All time. right. Peace, y'all. Appreciate
1: ya. Hey y'all, we really want to thank you for listening to us here on the Great Roots Podcast. If y'all feel in the conversation, please make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you don't, man, do the same thing. And if you ain't got nothing nice to say, keep your comments to yourself because your opinion does not matter. And I'm gone.